Welcome to Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy, a podcast that showcases people you may not know who are choosing to use their gifts to inspire and move the planet. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Tammy Morrison with Unleashing Your True Self. And I am here with Straight Out of Savannah Talking with Tammy podcast. And my guest is Pamera Green. And I'm so excited for her to join me here. We are going to have a fabulous conversation. I just, I'm so excited. So Pamera, introduce yourself to the people. Hey, everybody. Hey, Tammy. I'm so excited to be here with you today. And so I am Pamera. I'm a soul strategist. I am uh, the founder of Empress Nation. It is home of the modern day Empress. It is a place where women entrepreneurs are making transformational impact. And essentially, I work with women entrepreneurs to embrace their voice, to remember their voice, and to do so in a way that they're able to attract their sacred tribe, um, their messaging is authentic and they're able to create content from that space. And so I love what I do. I get to merge my spiritual gifts with my practical genius and make magic. So, uh, yeah, that's pretty much who I am. That is fabulous. Pamera is so good at what she does. Um, I am a living witness. This girl is fire. I hope she knows. And I'm, I want everyone else to know that she is She's truly a gift. So, Famira, how did you start this journey? Um, what led you to deciding to create your own space? So, it's really an interesting journey. So, when it comes to entrepreneurship in general, I've like always kind of been an entrepreneur, right? Like, I was that entrepreneurial kid who was trying to sell candy and do all the things. Like I was the one um, when the school had the um, cookie drives and different things like that. Like I was the one that sold the most, Um, you know, I was in Girl Scouts selling all the cookies, like all the things. Um, So it's always kind of been a part of who I was, but um, you know, but not really understanding that what being an entrepreneur could really mean. So I tried to do the whole nine to five thing and it's like, why is this not working? I'm not really liking it. Um, And so I actually started my official journey in the MLM side, right? And so I was a beauty consultant for, you know, one of the big names uh, in that. And so um, I did that. But what was different for me was I knew I didn't want to just be known at, you know, as the, um, as the beauty lady, right? Like I didn't want to just only be known by their brand name. And so, um, and the reason why I was doing it was for a deeper reason than just makeup, right? Like, so for me, it was really about helping women to embrace themselves and feel confident about themselves and to love themselves and really show up the way their soul wanted them to show up. So what happened was I began branding myself. And so I began branding myself and kind of, and really branding my message and utilizing the products as the secondary, right? Like, you know, it was really more about this message of empowerment. And yeah, by the way, I can sell you some lipstick, right? Like it was more of that type (laughs) of vibe. So, um, So what ended up happening was people started coming to me 
um, asking me about my visual branding and who mm-hmm. was doing my actual visual branding. And I was like, I'm doing it. And so uh, then people started uh, wanting to know, like, how could I do it for them? So that started out, you know, a spinoff business in, um, in brand design that I actually grew and did well with, got to the place of being a full-time entrepreneur doing that. And then I just kind of realized like, uh, this ain't it, right? Like I had built this business. I had, at that time I had worked with probably at least 50, 60 women. Um, up until that point, I was about two and a half years into my business. Uh, you know, by all the check boxes, I was successful. Um, and I was on a trajectory to even, um, accomplish like the monetary success that I desired, but I felt empty. It just felt like I had built what everybody else wanted me to build and not what I was actually designed to create. Yeah. And so, you know, so for me, I ended up going, and I don't necessarily recommend this part to people because I'm dramatic because I'm a... (laughs) I'm a Sagittarius and I have lots of fire in my chart, but um, I essentially went on an 18 month sabbatical. I was working still with like current clients, but I didn't take on any new business. Um, Very rarely. Anyway, I wasn't like hourly promoting. If someone came to me, I would kind of decide, but I really went on a spiritual journey of like rediscovering myself and, um, discovering what I really wanted, how I wanted to create transformational impact in those yes. that I, you know, that I touch. And so it, it spent, you know, it kind of spun off to having this more direct um, work of helping women with their voice, right? Because a lot of us have um, muted ourselves, we've diluted our message, yes. um, for the, you know, for the comfortability of other people. Mm-hmm. And so really taking and owning that power back. So, yes. um, so that's, you know, that's the short version essentially of like how I got here <laughs> to this place of now, um, everything is now back to flourishing, back to, um, thriving. And, um, and I feel like so much better in the work that I do and like the impact. And I noticed the impact is much greater. That is powerful. I was just getting ready to say, um, seems like you transition and you feel better Mm -hmm. because that to me is one of the most important things about the work that we do, you know, because it's like, you can work in corporate America and you can make a pile of money, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody's disputing that at all. However, when you can work for yourself and also be able to create impact in mm-hmm. other people's lives, you know, that, that, that is like the beauty of this work is so amazing. Yeah. So what do you find as the greatest takeaway from your journey? If you were to speak to someone else that was on this journey, you know, how, what, what advice would you give them? Um, my advice is to, um, is really to honor the journey, right? I think so often, and I, I've been guilty of this myself, um, just last night, right? Like, and, you know, cause there's different levels to things, but, uh, being guilty of being so focused on the destination that we ignore the journey. Right. And so it's like, especially for people um, like the people that I work with. And I know a lot of the people that the 
women that you work with as well, Tammy, that are visionaries or they're trailblazers. So, you know, they see the world as this better place. A lot of times um, they're naturally operating in the future without even realizing that they're operating in the future. Right. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, they're always 10 steps ahead or 15 steps ahead. And oftentimes because you're like that naturally, it is very easy to uh, not be in a place of mindfulness and not be in a place of presence where you actually are enjoying where you're at in this moment. You know, we get so caught up in trying to get where we're going Mm -hmm. uh, that we don't really celebrate or honor where we came from. Yes. You know, and so, and we don't realize oftentimes how far we've actually already came, right? Like, it's yeah. like, you know, we, you know, so that would be my advice to people is to not get caught up in like how far you have left to go, mm-hmm. but like allow yourself to marvel at how far you've already come. That is powerful because um, I actually watched the movie and I did a live on it because mm-hmm. it struck me so about um, in the movie, they said, Uh, this particular group of people were always traveling and never arriving. Mm -hmm. And I thought, yeah, yeah, because that is how you feel sometimes when you're on this journey. Like Mm -hmm. you're always doing stuff. You're always trying to get somewhere. And and just like you said, in your mind's eye, you already see the thing. You Mm -hmm. see it. So it's already basically here for you, but you just have to get there. You know, it's like the difference between manifesting in your mind and then actually having it in your hand, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's just so interesting because it's like, you know, and I'm guilty of this. Like I'm guilty of like not celebrating myself enough or not even allowing myself to sit in my accomplishments. Right. Like, because because I'm so on to the next thing, (laughs) you know, like, and, you know, and even understanding like the level of faith that I have in the level of trust in my intuition and in the way in which I'm guided of being able to look at it. Like I never actually doubted that I couldn't have that thing. So that's why it was so easy for me to just check the box and move on. Right. Like, cause it was never just like, (laughs) I knew it would eventually happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, I may not have no win, but I mean, I was expecting to check this box because I'm all about checking the box. And so it's easy to just be like, oh, okay. All right. So that's done. What's next? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I just think about even with cooking, you know, sometimes it's like you have all the ingredients, so you know they're there. And it's just like, okay, but how often do we like take the time to really stir and observe what's happening with our sauce? It's just like, no, just put all the stuff in there. All right, hurry up, you know, <laughs> and yeah, we have the yeah. meal. And make sure you have a, you know, if you're making a cake, make sure you have a mixer now, because you definitely don't want to be doing all that stirring. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, but part of the fun sometimes is in the stirring. Like, yes. so, you know, and no, and the level of appreciation you have for the cake, yes. too, is greater <laughs> when yes. you've had to do that stirring. Absolutely. So. I, I agree totally, because I'm a, you know, Southern girl at heart. So, uh <laughs> You know, and I laugh. I said, people always expect Southern girls to cook, especially on this side of the world. You know, they're like, yeah, you from the South? Oh, my God. When you gonna cook? You know, (laughs) like, 
Um, all Southern girls don't cook, but right. this one happens too because it's my generation. That's what how they taught us. So yeah, I right. cook and I bake and all that. So I appreciate you know those particular analogies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I was thinking about something as you were talking, and I was like, um, I want you to expound on, um, like, talk about who is your ideal client who is the person that you work with so for me i work with um what i like to call my sacred tribe archetype my sacred tribe archetype is the trailblazer and so i work with the trailblazer woman the woman who is um, here to create that transformational impact either by doing something that has never been done or doing it in such a unique way right like so even um for the women that i work with that are in industries where Um, people are doing things, they are literally disrupting their industries, right? Because there is a more conscious way, there is a more compassionate way to do a thing. Um, And they are the women that really have looked at their industry and seen things that they don't like about their industries. And they have the audacity to want to change it, right? And so... um, And also women who are, I call them the modern day empress for a reason. Like empress is not just like a cool tag name. Mm -hmm. It is really about uh, women who are truly building empires. So a lot of my clients are multi-passionate. They may be women who um, have multiple businesses or where they can see multiple uh, streams of income within their one business, right? They want to do multiple things. And, you know, they may feel like, this doesn't make sense, like how I want to put it all together, but I just know that I want to do these three things, right? Like, or whatever. And then I'm the person that can come alongside them and show them exactly how it all fits, right? Um, And that is the idea isn't as crazy as they think it is. So, you know, (laughs) you know, so that's really, you know, that's really my ideal client is really a woman of purpose who is looking to create legacy, not just only for her immediate family, but, you know, whether it's for her community, her state, or on a global level, really um, is looking to leave lasting impact with people that they encounter. That is powerful. That is so powerful. All right, so I have one question that I have been waiting to ask because I wanted to wait for the right time and this is the time. So that question (laughs) is, uh, (laughs) um, what lights you up? I mean, when you go to bed in the morning, we already established that. (laughs) Right. 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 For those of us night owls here, yeah. What uh what when you go to sleep and you lay your head down, what lights you up about your business? I mean, what makes you, you know, want to, you know, get your little bit of sleep and then jump up and jump back in? Because one thing about Famira that I have noticed is that she is super passionate about her clients, about her business, about the impact that she brings to the world. And that was one of the things that attracted me to her because I saw, you know, how she presented herself. She um, presents herself in authenticity, which is something that is missing a lot of times in this space because there are so many people that bring stuff forth. And as you grow and as you learn and as you 
um, connect with your spiritual team, then you'll be able to see, you know, how much bullshit is out there. And so, <laughs> right. Mara, I mean, you, you know, when you first start out, everything is glamorous and glitzy and all that stuff. And then, you know, you see these people hollering about this stuff and then you realize, you know, it's really subjective. Right. You know, and right. you realize that, you know, you have to feel a certain kind of way about what it is that you do and mm -hmm. you know, the impact that you want to make. And it doesn't depend on what other people say about how you should be. So um, anyway, so the question was, what lights you up about what you do? I mean, when you think about it, you know, what makes you say, you know what, this is where I'm supposed to be. This is, you know, a beautiful um, thing. And you can even talk about if there was one particular client that you can think of that made even maybe a more massive transition than you thought that they would make. So for me, the biggest thing that like lights me up um, about the work that I do is essentially seeing when women um, have the breakthrough remembrance of the fact that their voice matters right like mm -hmm. and not not the voice that they've been told to have but mm -hmm. the actual authentic voice that's coming from within their soul um, a lot of my ladies are very opinionated they are uh, very brilliant both book smarts as well as street smarts um, they are uh, you know so they're definitely educated very well-rounded right like just their life's experiences and but along with a lot of times with those life experiences is because the reality is we live in a very patriarchal uh racially motivated you know world that as women and then you know i would say probably about 80 percent of my clientele are black and brown women well, they've been told that their voice doesn't matter, right? Or their yeah. voice hasn't been appreciated. So to see them move into a space um, where they are more unapologetically themselves, right? In the way in which they show up in their business, um, the way in which they share with their communities um, and having them to, you know, send me an inbox message that's just like, girl, did you see the post I put today? I can't even believe I put it, you know. Um, <laughs> I just wrote it and hit post, you know, and I was, you know, or they'll come to me and they'd be like, I started to delete my post and I could hear your voice in my head saying, if that's what your soul said, write, then write it, you know. So those types of things, like, make me excited because I'm just like, because I know the power of authentic voice, right? Like, and I understand that we're all here to reach people, right? Like, so I feel like we all have, um, are certain people that we have been destined to uh, touch and we are destined to impact and that we miss that opportunity when we don't show up fully, when we censor ourselves or when we dilute what it is that we have to say, or we're constantly in our heads about like, oh my God, how are they going to take this? What are they going to say? And, you know, and sometimes it's like, you just got to say what the hell it is that you're supposed to say, right? Like, and exactly how you're supposed to say it and don't you know sugarcoat it don't you know 
try to sweeten it up like it just is what it is yeah and it goes on both sides right like there's some some women who are just naturally very optimistic and very bubbly and even them i've seen where they've tried to tone it down because people are like you can't be happy all the time why not like that's their personality so you know so it's on both ends of the spectrum right yeah um, it's like owning totally like who you are and so that when I see women stepping into that space more and more every day um from the work that we're doing together like is like orgasm me yeah. like it's just like <laughs> yes you better do it I'm excited you know so and it's really honestly like what keeps me going because like being honest entrepreneurship is not all uh rainbows and sunshine you know <laughs> it's hard so but seeing that and seeing that response and um seeing how they blossom within their own remembrance of who they are yes it lights me up yeah i was gonna say you can tell because even your face has changed <laughs> when you started talking about that it's like Oh my God, you know, I'm looking at like a, like a ray of sunshine and like a light, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that is exactly why I asked you that question. <laughs> I'm it's so exciting to this. me. Like I just, you know, because so many women are closed off and don't even realize it, you know, mm -hmm. like even in my own self-awareness journey, I, you know, every day I'm remembering like ways in which I have repressed myself. Yes. Right based on experiences or how people responded to me yes and um and so coming into that remembrance and being able to set myself free from those things you know through shadow work through journaling you know do do my different tools like mm -hmm. it has it it affects not only just me but it affects the way in which i do my work like i tell them tell my ladies all the time like i'm just i just happen to be on step five in this particular journey and y'all are on step three but like i'm still unpacking things like there's still things you know that i'm like okay bigger all right show up more what like you know you think you have it down as like a ever evolving thing you know yes get back to that original natural intent of who we were designed to be before we were birthed here yes yes i yeah, I 100% agree because I, mm -hmm. <laughs> I was speaking with someone yesterday and we were talking about the fact that how we felt like um, we weren't from here. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, you feel like that because you're not. <laughs> um, I think it was, did I jump in a matrix room? I was in a matrix room. I don't know if you, you seen the matrix room. They were talking about the matrix you know, whether you uh, take the blue pill or the red pill or yeah. something. Yeah. And I just listened for a couple of minutes because it, it, it was intriguing, you know, because I'm a Matrix girl. Y'all know about yeah. you, but yeah, I, I love the Matrix watch. and I'm waiting on the new one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> so when I piled in there, I was like, wow. And I said, oh, okay, well, that, that makes sense. And it got me thinking, you know, you could have made a decision. You could have made another choice. You know, you could have decided, well, you know what, this is not working like I wanted to. I'm going to stay in corporate America. You know, I'm going to continue to, you know, be a cog in the wheel. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So um, one last question. 
Where do you see yourself going in your business for the future? Um, for me, I do, uh, you know, I do see it continuing to grow. I feel um, there's um, specific work that I know I'm being called to um, around the DNA activation, which I know, you know, you talk about a lot um, and how that how that complements the work that I do around the voice. Yes. Um, and also even my, um, my education and learning around alchemy, uh, you know, itself and things like that. So, um, so I'm excited to see where, what it all comes together, right? Like these different, <laughs> these different modalities that I've been called to that I know that pieces of them will come together, uh, for me to create something unique to really help help usher women into this next space because you know long term my goal is to actually work with younger uh young girls teenagers early 20s to help them get to this space a lot sooner yes, than yes. what me and a lot of the women that I work with you know a lot of the women that I work with are like mid 30s to um, to their fifties, um, you know, and so, and a lot, and that has been a lot of the conversation we've had too was, you know, of, I wish I would have gotten this earlier, or I wish I would have known that it was okay to be exactly who I am Yes. earlier. So, you know, so long-term for me, I don't know, it looks like maybe a leadership academy, some type of place for, um, the younger generation to be able to come to reinforce and um, encourage them to continue to allow themselves to develop exactly how they've been created. Um, and then at the same time, continuing to help uh, co-create with as many women as possible, this um, new level of freedom and this place of transformational impact yes. um, that I like to call the Empress Embodiment Experience. Ooh. So, yeah. I like that. I'm gonna write that one down. I really like that. Yeah, that's my frame, the name of my framework. So, you know, that I take women through. That is so powerful. So would you consider when you um, do this for the younger women, would you consider a nonprofit or how would you do that? Um, I have always thought, dreamt of having a nonprofit. Um, and my my actual desire is to, grow my current business to the space where it could be the donor for the nonprofit. Yeah. Um, so that even if other people wanted to donate, I wasn't in a place to have to solely um, yes. rely on donations from others, mm -hmm. that it would be fully funded um, by an endowment from my paid business. Right. So so I'm, I'm working on that part first in order to move into the other, but yeah. That sounds amazing. That sounds so good. This has been such an amazing conversation. Yeah. I have truly enjoyed talking to you, Fumera, and I know that, you know, our audience is going to just love it. Yeah. So uh, we are going to conclude this because I do try to keep these things not too, too, too long because to be honest mm -hmm. with you, what I find is that people will watch them, um, all of it much quicker if it's like 30 minutes or less. <laughs> yeah. if usually if it's longer than that, yeah, no. And so <laughs> I, 
when because I actually tested that because I've done some that were like super long because I could talk to you for an hour, although you know that's just not what we're gonna do today. <laughs> right. <laughs> I understand. Right? Because you know, we try to keep it, I try try really hard and I think about it like this. I know that especially now people are super busy, even though they're home, you know, but a lot of people are still homeschooling their kids and all mm -hmm. this stuff. So, you know, they, you know, might have 20, 30 minutes to sit and listen to you as opposed to, you know, an hour, an hour and a half or whatever, or they'll put that thing on pause and be like, I'm gonna come back to it and never do, you know? Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I try really hard to do that. However, so thank you so much. Um, this conversation has been really thrilling. I wrote some things down. I'm mm -hmm. going to probably put them out there because I really, really like um, how you um, arrived at your destination. And mm -hmm. we didn't get to talk about, you know, how you decided to go from corporate to um, owning your own business. I mean, what was that decision like? I got, I got to share that. <laughs> um, well, I always tell people, so I was doing my, both it's happened twice both times that i ended up going full-time entrepreneurship i was working my business and working a nine-to-five and both times i involuntarily became a full-time entrepreneur so either through layoff or being downsized right and so um each time and you know and so it was never so the way in which i ended up becoming like a full-time entrepreneur was never like how i envisioned it because in my mind i was gonna work this job i was gonna save up this money and i was gonna have to stockpile you know income using my job to kind of fund my business but both times in regards to going full-time like the job just went away and it was just like okay and then just being in the space of like not um knowing that the right decision for myself was not to go look for another job and then just allowing to continue myself to continue to follow the guidance and things you know grew and um you know it got to the point um where i wouldn't have been like working in nine to five would have been a detriment to my business yeah um and so but i wouldn't have left it on my own right like so it kind of had to happen the way it happened yes. in order to like move me into this space so, so. it was a spiritual guidance basically yeah they was <laughs> like uh you don't need that <laughs> like, time for you to go we're gonna take that from you you don't need that I don't know about you, but my spirit guys do me like that. They're like, uh, okay, so we, we told you and we were talking, we've been talking to you. We've been dropping yeah. the hint. You know, we've been putting it in front of your face. <laughs> you in a movie. We've been, we've been giving it to yep. you a song, but you just ain't getting it. So this is how we, we go. Yeah. We done sent other people to tell you yeah. like, all kinds of stuff. So. You didn't have 50,000 readings about it. Right all confirmation on top of confirmation and you still ain't acting right and we gonna take that thank right. you <laughs> we gonna go ahead and you know we're gonna relieve you of that so this way you don't have that issue again you know right exactly <laughs> so <laughs> but yes all right well anyway <laughs> we have truly enjoyed this conversation um in the words of abraham hicks we have enjoyed this interaction immensely um <laughs> But we're going to get off this line and I appreciate everyone for joining and for watching 
it's been such a blast. And I'm sure that after you watch, you will think it's a blast. But Famera is going to let you know how to find her and how to reach her when you are ready to reach out. Because after yes. you listen to her, you're going to be ready to reach out. Yes. So um, I can be found on all social media at I am Famera. That's F is in fabulous, A-M-I-R-A. Um, I hang out mostly on uh, Facebook and Instagram, so definitely make sure you check me out there. Um, also, you can, um, if you're a, if you are an empress, you can definitely find me uh, on Facebook, the Facebook community, Empress Nation, uh, women entrepreneurs making transformational impact. You can literally just search it, um, and it'll come up uh, for you. Also, um, my website, www.fameragreen, just like the color, .com. Um, and so, yeah, so, you know, feel free. Clubhouse. Reach out. Yeah, I'm on Clubhouse. I am Fameer on Clubhouse as well. I just I just joined the Clubhouse tribe. So uh, definitely check me out over there. I'm, I'm really excited about some of the conversations uh, that I want to have over there. So definitely check me out. So pretty much I am Famira will get you to me on any type of social media platform. Uh, feel free to reach out, DM me. I'm not, you know, one of those people that be tripping. Um, right. I'll, I'll guide you where you need to go once you DM me and we can go from there. I would love to connect. Sounds good. All right. So y'all, I thank you for joining me. Y'all, this has been so transformational, even for me. Like I said, every time I do these podcasts, I learn. So it's not just about, you know, you, it's also about me because I actually learn something every person that I speak to. So this is one of the things that I enjoy doing. So make sure that you follow me and check out my podcast straight out of Savannah, talking with Tammy. And my guest from Mara Green today is so um, transformational for um, women, you know. So definitely when you're ready to reach out to her, reach out to her on whatever social media that you have. So again, we're going to go. Thank you so much for joining me and have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye now. <laughs>